0: stand with me and let's look to the word of the Lord we'll be reading from the book of Matthew tonight Uh, we're going to read from Matthew the second chapter we're going to read one verse and that's going to be Matthew 2 and 11 Matthew 2 and 11 now for those of you that are regulars on Wednesday night which I'm believing that all of you are going to be but uh, if you have been coming for a long time on Wednesday night you know that I've been in this study in Psalm 23 for, like, months. And uh, I'm not going to talk from Psalm 23 tonight, obviously, as I ask you to turn to Matthew 2. And here's the reason why. It's because it's December, tis the season, right? So um, it's my only opportunity in December on Wednesday night to speak to you. So I'm going to take advantage of that. You say, what does that mean, Pastor? Does that mean you're not going to be here? No, that's not what it means. Sister Brenda, if you were here, you would hear me say that it does not mean that. Uh, I, I'm winning that between Sister Brenda Hyde and myself as far as who's in church more when. Uh, so anyway, that's between Sister Brenda and I. I hope she'll listen to this. But, um, I'm not, not going to be here, but Brother Johnson is going to teach next Wednesday night. How many of you know Brother Johnson is an excellent teacher? He does a great job. So I'm going to be here next Wednesday night. I'll probably lead service and then turn it to Brother Johnson, then he's going to teach. And then the next Tuesday night, we don't have service the week of Christmas. So there's no midweek service the week of Christmas. And then the next Wednesday night, the last Wednesday night of December, is youth service. And I want to tell all of you, I think I've been promoting this, but I want to tell all of you, be here for Wednesday night when the Awakened Youth does this. It's tremendous. You're going to be blessed by that. So next week, Brother Johnson, next week, no service, next week awaken you. So, that was a long way of just telling you why that tonight's my night to talk to you in December. And so, you'll know more what I'm talking about when you read this verse. Read it with me. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. I'm going to talk to you for just a few minutes, obviously, tonight about this God's gift giving guide. God's gift giving guide. How many of you like to get gifts? The rest of you are a bunch of fuddy duds. I love getting gifts. I love when people consider me and think, what can I get? I I got a gift at the Christmas banquet. I got a gift at the Minister's Fellowship. dinner. I got AirPods. It was so cool. I got AirPods. I don't know how to to work them, so they're still in the box. But I got AirPods. They're going to be great when I figure them out. And then I got an Academy gift card. Brother, Brother Aaron, I got an Academy gift card at the Minister's Fellowship dinner. I can't wait to spend It's It's like, like burning a hole in my pocket. I can't wait to get to Academy and buy something that will help me with hunting or fishing or something. So I love getting gifts. How many of you, again, love getting gifts? How many of you are thankful for the gift of the Holy Ghost? Why don't you just give Him some praise and thank Him for the gift of the Holy Ghost? Thank you, Lord, for the greatest gift that was ever given. That's the gift of your spirit. Oh, I give you praise tonight. Amen. You may be seated. Is there anybody thankful? That the heat's working because I know it is. It's hot in this house. I'm thankful that those of you that are cold nature are feeling the heat. And uh, I, had, I was at headquarters today and one of the ladies, they, man, they had their office so hot. I went in there and I was like, my Lord, you all, you all have it hot in here. I said, well, I try to keep the church real cool so that people have to get exuberant in worship to get warmed up. So I must be really exuberant in worship tonight because it's plenty warm in the house. God's gift giving guy so on sunday there was uh this sweet little girl she came up to me and she had a gift for me i already told you about some gifts that i've been getting i was thinking uh brother johnson you'll remember we were at the uh the fall conference and and josh went to five and was it john it was john john went to five and dime and he found he said he said to brother johnson does pastor like golf and he said yeah he likes golf so um you know it's just one of my many vices and so uh, yeah i like golf i like to play golf so john he went in there he could have he could have got whatever he wanted but he went in there and he got this i actually got it in the car meant to bring it in but when you get old you forget things it's in there and i i, I brought it and i was going to bring it and show it tonight he bought me this this five and dime golf ball now i don't i don't hit it because it's something that i look at and think the kindness and generosity of a kid that thinks about me that means a lot to me that kid Tonight, when I came in, one of the greatest gifts that I got tonight when I came in, all these kids were just like, I love having a ton of kids all over. That's awesome. I'm all about the kids. And I came in, and they were all acting like they were excited to see me. Matter of fact, when I came in tonight, Sister Lisa said, did you see the look on Tessa's face? I haven't seen Tess in a long time. And she was glad to see me. That's a great gift. I love kids that love me. And he gave me this little golf ball. So I still got that little golf ball and when I see it. I think, "What? that's so awesome. And then... This sweet little girl, she comes with Wanda. Isn't it terrible? I don't even know her name. That happens when you get old. You forget people's names. But she gave me this little blue elephant. Isn't that cute? You know what I decided? I decided I like elephants. When she gave that to me, I decided I liked elephants. You know why? Because she thought enough of me, Sister McMillan, to paint this blue and to give this to me as a gift. That means a lot. I love. When people are thoughtful enough to give gifts. Now how many of you know that the scripture that I read to you tonight, I think that it's where that all originated. That giving gifts at Christmas originated with Christ was born and the wise men brought Him gifts. Here's what I want to tell people tonight. I want to tell all of you this tonight. That wise men still give gifts. It's not gender specific. All you ladies are not off the hook. Wise men and wise women still give gifts. I want to encourage you during this holiday season to give gifts. Look at your neighbor and say, Give gifts. Aaron's been waiting for me to say that all night. He just looked at Ashley and said, Give gifts. Give gifts. It's special to be able to give people gifts. To invest. How many of you know what I preached on Sunday about becoming someone who's mad all the time? Making a difference. Did you know that when you are a gift giver, that you are making a difference? And there's so much more. When you think about gifts, as I mentioned tonight... The greatest gift that I got tonight was Tess's smile and these cute little kids and their hugs. It doesn't have to be monetary. It, it It can be a blue elephant. I love this blue elephant. It can be a black golf ball with five and dime on it. I love that. Why? Not because I love blue elephants or black golf balls, but because I love thoughtfulness. I love thoughtfulness. Think about ways that you can be a gift giver. You say, this is, this is somewhat odd, Pastor. No, I think it's important to understand that people are the business that we are in. We're in the business of people. And if you will be kind and thoughtful, it's amazing how far. Kindness and thoughtfulness goes in getting people connected. Man, when they when they come in here, we ain't got no problem. I mean, whoosh, the, the Spirit of the Lord, just like tonight, Sister Lula Bell, it's like we walked in, we're having a good time hugging, all oh, this great to see you, and then we start singing. And it's like whoosh, the Spirit of the Lord just sweeps in. Power of God. Sweeps. He don't have no problem. But it's hard to get people to come to church with you if you're not kind and thoughtful. So God's gift-giving God. So these wise men, and I I mentioned that wise men still give gifts. These wise men brought the greatest gifts of the day. Frankincense, gold, myrrh. If we had time, we could get into the study of the significance of those gifts. But the significance is that they saw how important this Christ child was and knew how important he was and so they wanted to give their best to him. <clears throat> I think it's, it's, it's extremely important to understand that the greatest gift was the Christ child. How many of you know it's John 3, 16? For God so loved the world that he gave. For God so loved the world that he gave. So he examples it. God the Father robed himself, himself in flesh and became the Son, gave the greatest gift that could, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Because Brother Clyde, because God gave, we have an opportunity for everlasting life. I think as you go on, you find that he says this. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This gift that he gave was with the intention of everyone finding salvation. I've already testified tonight that I think that's the greatest gift. The gift of salvation. The gift, Tina, that's promised to all of us. Anybody ever promised you a gift and then they didn't come through? Man, you're like, I just knew I was getting AirPods. And then they sold out. I think about this gift. That's a guarantee. God's gift-giving guide. That's what we're talking about tonight. This gift. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. <clears throat> he gives this gift. And then we know that we are guaranteed this gift. How? Repent. Baptism in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. Infilling of the Holy Ghost, evidence by speaking with tongues. That's the guaranteed gift. You do these two, you get the gift. Guaranteed. You do these two, you get the gift, guaranteed. That's a pretty good deal right there. You do these two. What two, Pastor? Repent. Be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of sin. Then you're guaranteed the gift of the Holy Ghost. When you get the Holy Ghost, you speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. That's pretty awesome. So I think about this. Originated, Matthew 2, 11, Brought the Christ child. Gifts. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but I think something that's missed there is their original gift was not gold, was not frankincense, was not myrrh, it was worship. that's what they did first, first and foremost, they opened their treasure and worship. they worshipped him, and that's the best gift that you can give. I think one gift brother johnny i'm I'm thinking now about that gift that you gave me. I don't know what it is, but I'm remembering now that brother Johnny. We're talking about God's gift, God, and this is going to fit in just perfect. It's just what I need in the moment. Has anybody ever given you something that you just didn't need and you didn't even? <coughs> now, brother Johnny, <coughs> he gave me fisherman's friend. I mean, that's is that can it be? Can there be a better gift than, fisherman's friend? Does anybody know what I'm in need of right now? You better believe it, man. This is just going to come in perfect. I mean, how can I? I'm not coughing, so that I can talk about this. I'm coughing because I can't stop coughing. But this, brother Johnny, thank you for this gift because now I may be able to finish this sermon, okay? Without having to cough, hopefully a hundred times. Now, don't let me forget that I set that there. So this gift, this gift of worship, and a bottle. Thank you so much. Now all I'm waiting on are those baked beans. Oh, did I say that out loud? (laughs) This gift, this gift of worship that the wise men, can I tell you this, wise men still worship? Ladies, let me tell you, that's not gender specific. Wise women still worship. Because when we worship we create, we create this presence that is so powerful that provides everybody with an opportunity. Do you know how important and significant your worship is? I was just telling Brother Amos. Brother Amos blesses me. I'm, don't we love Amos and Merle? I mean, these are awesome people. I, man, when I grow up, I'm going to look as sharp as Brother Amos. You know what I'm saying? i mean. Just, he always looks sharp and dapper and just looks so good. But I, I told him, Sister Bell, his worship blesses me. Man, when I'm all fired up and preaching and, and, and there's, there's, there's people, I look over, I see Brother Amos, and he's, he's worshiping and preaching with me. I mean, that, I'm like, mm, that's like saying sick him to a dog. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Worship, worship works. Now we talk about prayer work, worship works. Worship is a great gift. So I believe that God's gift-giving guide, would help me to understand that my worship is a significant gift. It's even greater than frankincense, gold, and myrrh. It means more than monetary things. Worship works. So as I'm thinking about God-exampling, isn't it interesting that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, God robed in flesh, so Jesus Christ is born... In Bethlehem. They wrap Him in swaddling clothes. They lie Him in a manger. And these people that are wise. They come and worship. They give Him frankincense, gold, and myrrh. So He started with the gift of life. The hope of salvation, and he gave it to us, and these wise men understand that this is very, very significant, that Christ the Savior is born. They come, worship, that's the first gift they give, worship, then they give frankincense, gold, and myrrh. And then Christ is born and has, I mean, then Christ, he he becomes, he becomes what God knew that he would be does miracles, signs, and wonders, teaches, preaches, reaches, does all of this, and then dies the death of the cross that we might have eternal life. What a gift. What a gift. And I I think about that. When people give me nice gifts... It causes me to contemplate and consider. I want to become a better gift giver. I love to get gifts. I love when people are kind. Sister Raynell came in my office Sunday morning. And she gave me Christmas tree peeps. I mean, have you even, even heard of Christmas tree peeps? I mean, I thought I would only be eating peeps at Easter time. But no, there are Christmas tree peeps. So... I, I just, I, as these people have been so kind and are bless me, I'm thinking, sister where I'm thinking I've got to become a better gift giver. So now it's 8:02, so I'm into overtime. But I, I can't, I can't conclude God's gift giving guide without going to Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. So really, you, you understand that this tonight is not about who can buy the best AirPods or get greatest gift to give. This is tonight talking to you about God's gift giving guy. Thoughtfulness is required. Worship needs to be considered. And then consider the example of Christ as he demonstrates what's the greatest gift. To him what's the greatest gift? He gave himself. How many of you have ever been in the kids play when they sing me, my gift is me all I am and all I'll ever be I'm not ashamed for the world to see that it's me. My gift is me. Now, Carly does it so much better. I got to be honest. It's true. That's just the best I got right there. Me, my gift is me. And those kids are so cute when they do it. And I'm like, that's so cute. But then I think about the message. The message is the greatest gift that you can give. God gave the greatest gift. There's no doubt about it. For God so loved that he gave. So he sets the bar high. And if we want to be like him, then we have to do. Paul is talking to the Romans. Just like I'm talking to you tonight. And he he says this. I beseech you. I'm really really wanting you to do this. I plead with you. I beseech you, therefore, brother. Not gender specific. Ladies, you're not off the hook. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you. I beseech you. That ye present your bodies. That you give God you. That's what he's looking for. So God's gift-giving guide shows us, he example, that he he gave us, him. What does he want from us? He wants us to give him us. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Now, talk to us, pastor, about holy. Tell us, tell us what you believe is holy, because he said, present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy, he wants us to present ourselves holy. He says, be ye holy, for I am holy. How am I Holy. Here's what I believe holiness is. What it says right there. I I believe that he says that we should present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. What I want to be for him is what he wants me to be. Holy is acceptable unto God. I want to be acceptable unto God. If there are things that he likes, I want to do them. Up, back to worship. He loves that, so I want to be a worshiper. You know why I want to be a worshiper? Because God loves a worshiper. You know, think about this for a minute. There are some things that I did before I got married that I don't do now. You want to know why? Sister Shea. When I said that day, I do. I did. So, that's what I believe is important for us to see that holiness. There's there's this big long debate and we could we could get into the nitty-gritty of holiness and obviously at 806 we're not doing that because it's not really that difficult acceptable unto God you really want to know what holiness is why don't you talk to God about that talk to him you know how you find out what people like you talk to him sister Shay back in the day I just got to tell you we used to talk on the phone for hours and hours now we talk on the phone for five minutes. You know, it's just like, okay, I got to go. We got to got things we got to do we Gotta Call her today. She's like, I'm so busy. I'm like, all right, bye. Whatever. Back in the day, Aaron, I mean, we we'd fall asleep talking on the phone. I found out things that she liked, things that she didn't like, and because I loved her, I quit doing the things that she didn't like and started doing the things that she did like. I'm going to tell you this, if Sister Shay gets me a coffee pot for Christmas, you're going to find one mad pastor. What in the world? Why would she do that? She knows I hate coffee. I wish there was a way, if the Grinch can steal Christmas, I wish there was a way somebody could get that coffee pot out of my house. My house stinks so often. I don't know how I went down that rabbit trail. I got to bring it all back here. But what I'm saying is when you love somebody you want to give them gifts that they love And he loves worship. I want to tell you, God's gift-giving God. If you want to know what to give God for Christmas, give him worship. Give him of yourself. Be holy. How do I get holy? Talk to him enough to find out what he likes and what he doesn't like. And then give him what he likes and quit doing what he doesn't. I didn't realize I was going to teach this good tonight. Man, that cough drop's got me all fired up. God's gift-giving guide. He exampled it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. All right, next verse, and then I'll wrap it up. Sister Raynell's getting antsy. No, I'm just kidding. She's the one that wants me to keep going until, like, 9 o'clock. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Why? That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to know. Does anybody have that one person that when you're doing gift exchange. In my wife's family they do these gift exchange. And you know there's that one person that's a really good gift giver. You know what I'm talking about. I mean they just. Money ain't no object. I mean they just know. they get my name because then you know you're getting a good one I want to be that kind of person I'm not talking about at family Christmas. I'm talking about at the church. I want to be the one like Brother Holligan that thinks the Lord's been better to him. I want to be that one when I come in, the Lord's like, oh, I'm going to get something good today. Today, I'm going to get some worship. They may not feel like it. They may be having a hard time. But I know they're going to enter into my gates with thanksgiving and into my courts with praise. They're going to be thankful unto me. And they're going to... But I know that they used to have a difficult, dark day out there. But when they get in here, they're going to let their mind be renewed some of us need to just let that junk that's out there just wash off when we walk into the presence of the Lord and say oh today is the day that the Lord hath made I will rejoice and be glad in it have I had a bad day yet but He's still a good God is there anybody that wants to give God your best is there anybody that wants to be holy because He's holy is there anybody at Christmas that says I want to give the greatest gift me, my gift is me somebody just needs to go ahead and stand and close it and clap your hands and lift your voice and begin to rejoice and celebrate because you serve such a good God. God, you deserve my high praise. God, you deserve my worship. I want to give you what you want at Christmas. Your gift-giving guide is that I would be what you want me to be. Me, my gift is me. All I am, all I'll ever be. I'm not ashamed for the world to see that me, I gift. Come back to the Christmas play and you'll see a better rendition of it, I guarantee you. I want him to know that I love him. I love the gifts that he gives me. I want to give me to him. In closing, just lift your hands and tell the Lord that you love him. God, I love you tonight. I'm so thankful tonight. God, I'm thankful to you for your goodness and Your goodness is running after me. God, I thank you for all that you've done. You've been so good to me. I want to be good to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Let somebody know how wonderful it was to see them on this Wednesday night. And tell them how much you love them and appreciate them. And just share with one another in the spirit. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.